Sound. I check he- one, two. Yeah, I hear shit. Checkity, check, check. I don't hear shit. Okay. What do you mean you don't hear shit? Turn up the uh, <laughs> volume knob. I don't hear anything. I don't hear shit. No, I got a lot. I'm good. Now, that's funny, though. Check like, one, two. Check, check. Hello. <laughs> kind of sexy, isn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Makes you want to turn the bass up. <laughs> Actually, I don't have to. Do the Barry White. It's all natural. That's right, baby. <laughs> Brent for extends. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, existence. <laughs> oh, God, I quit. <laughs> I did used to have a crush on Jennifer Jason Lee, I have to admit. Ah, great. Jennifer Jason Lee. She was, you, in, she was in Existenz? Yes. So remind me what this movie was about. Existenz is a, is a dark, um, sort of, I wouldn't even say warning, just a, just, just a dark play on words, you might say, um, about video games. And about, it's like a dark uh, vision, that's the word I was searching for, mm-hmm. and, of the future of video games. And they and they yeah, like virtual reality. They, yeah, they they plug the video game port into their spinal cord. Yeah, kind of like the Matrix. Yeah, yeah and it's really it's super weird. <laughs> and, and it's just it, and it's just a creepy little uh, it's just a creepy little movie about um, made by somebody who obviously didn't think very much of video games or thought a lot of video games. Either way, there's something called um, uh, there's something called immersion in in uh, video games where you. Um, the immersion is the level to which you disengage from reality and become the game, and that—that's really the definition. So that of, doesn't happen to me. And, and I've and I've played. <laughs> I played video. I throw the controller and say, mm, "Screw it." <laughs> no, and I, and I did the opposite. I play video games to the to the point where I won't hear the doorbell. I won't hear the phone ring. I've, I've gotten really. Yeah, I'll, I'll get really tune out the world. Yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll just tune out, and, it, and the not very many games can get me to that level. Yeah. Uh, but so so ah, exi- gotcha. Exi- yeah, existence. <laughs> I, you really have to say those two extra letters, but existence <laughs> is is, uh, is about a game with such immersion, such good immersion, and it's virtual reality. Yeah. That that uh, you know, are we still in the game? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, and it, at the time, it was what PlayStation One was like the best console. Or this was ninety nine, yeah. so probably around there. Yeah. yeah. So nobody ever thought that we'd have things like Oculus and yeah. And so I want forth. an Oculus. I know you do, and I'm not sure if that's a good idea or a bad idea. I had my first virtual reality uh, experience at one of the sports shows, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, do you, you miss sports shows? <laughs> no comment. <Okay. laughs> but um, but they they are actually fun for uh, for you know if you if you like fishing and hunting and that kind of stuff they are yeah. kind of fun to see and everything. But so they you- they had this VR setup and it was like. It's like, dude, do you want to try this? It's like, hold on to the table. And it's like, I don't need to hold on to the table. I don't know video games. And I'm like, oh, crap, i got to hold on to the table. <laughs> and they had this one where, because it was geared towards outdoor stuff, of course, they had this one where you're standing on, on – the back of a snowmobile and the snowmobile is going down the hill and you feel the bumps in your feet and you know like you like wouldn't even believe me but but and then the snowmobile stops and you lurch forward from the from the inertia you're not standing on any kind of special table you're not standing on 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 any kind of belt you're just standing on the floor yeah it, it, and, it's all in your mind and, and it's yeah. all what you're seeing and you, your brain says that there should be inertia so it creates it it's so the weirdest funny. thing. No, I, and you see these videos of these, <laughs> of these not I don't, 
I don't want to be ageist, but they're usually <laughs> older people that are trying this out for the first time. Right. And like these old ladies will be in these Oculus things in their living room and they just kind of like <laughs> topple forward <laughs> over the coffee table. That's, and... See, that, absolutely. That's yeah. the thing is that I would, if, if I buy you something like that someday, we're going to have to set up like a safety net or I don't know. Safety word. <laughs> it, it's trippy. And then, the, and you, you marry, you marry a, a, a system like that. To something like Doom Three or or Half Life oh. Two, and you would really, really have something. Oh, you never come out. You know that, and that that's what that movie Existence is, is kind of is kind of about. Yep. And uh, and yeah, it's um they they had you on the eastern side of the Sierra, and the guy was playing guitar around the campfire, and you're sitting around, and you feel like you're really there. And mm-hmm. I felt the heat from the fire. Really? And like it was in your mind? Yeah, yeah. yeah but there's no heat. There's uh-huh. no, it's nothing but visual. Oh my god! Visual and audio, of course. So I, I I know that a lot of us want to escape, and I think that virtual reality is going to be the more material way to, for us to be able to detach from ourselves and and reality and, and try to get into a better space, what or just just experience something different. But on the spiritual level, detaching from yourself is almost like your second nature, right? Well, I mean, it, for me, obviously, I'm not the best gamer. I play Mario, and I kind of <laughs> stink at that. But, you know, getting into a higher thought process or a plane of existence or a meditative state, it's not the same as, you know, fighting zombies or whatever, you know, in in a game. But it can bring you to that moment of removing yourself just enough from the strain of the world and getting on a a slightly like almost like on a mountaintop Mm -hmm. and able to have the perspective. For me, the meditative process or the prayer process or any of my Reiki or other healing work that I do, it takes me above some of the what's going on, especially right now in 2020, Mm -hmm. and allows me to see everything with a little bit better perspective. And so that's kind of what I I use the the disconnection. It's not really saying that I don't want to be part of my life or part mm-hmm. of what I'm you know I, I want to engage in life, but kind of elevating my vibration for temporary periods of time with meditative techniques just gets me into that where I can I can actually get a perspective like you know when you know you take a shower and you you get the best thoughts ever like you, yeah, you solve world right. peace you know <laughs> with <laughs> and so it's this kind of that same thing where you just have that inspirational thought process that allows you to have the idea of, oh, okay, now that's why that's not as big of a deal. That's why this should be dealt with first. It just allows you to put stuff in the right lanes, at least for me. It's like that's the central theme to almost every practice that you Mm -hmm. mentioned there, Reiki, Mm -hmm. um, meditation in general. It's all centered around finding your center and and getting that channel clear for a constant flow of vibration and energy. Um, and I bring that up only because it just feels really good in here right now. <laughs> and it's just interesting because there's just two vastly different ways that we as humans can escape. And it seems like we're going more towards the plugging your spinal cord into a, <laughs> a USB port right. and, mm-hmm. you know, shutting down your body, but using your mind to escape. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there are natural ways to do it. And that's yeah. and, you know, I think yeah. that to the on the other side of that is. Um, what Melissa was saying about the transcending and yeah. getting to that higher level is, um, I, I think, is going to be more of a more popular thought. Yeah, I think, and I hope that it is. It becomes a more mainstream mm-hmm. thought process because I think you're right. I think we all could use that um, just big, bigger perspective than than Absolutely. what's going on yeah. just right here. It's fine. It's fine to you know 
unplug for or, or plug into something not, not literally but you know but, but well yeah uh it's it's fine to have a little bit of you know fun and you play video games or you know some people get lost in a book i you know i have a couple of books i'm reading right now and every, mine. <laughs> yeah and it's just uh it's all these things just getting kind of lost in whatever sort of clears your brain but it's about changing the energetic vibration of your heart, mind, body, and soul. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of people, they find unhealthy coping mechanisms. And, you know, I've had a lot of clients that I've helped work, you know, through different layers of things. There's one way to unclog some of these chakras, you know, that some people ignore their feelings, bottle them up. Um, they will, then they'll blow up, you know, like, like a volcano or mm -hmm. people will eat or drink or shop or gamble or, you know, they'll find some sort of out sort of an outlet for their feelings, but it's not an outlet that actually processes the energy. It just creates more drama issues later mm -hmm. that they then have to deal with that and the other thing. So I recommend to a lot of people, find the outlet that's a positive outlet that works for you. Stress whether it, shopper right I, there. I do like Amazon, <laughs> yeah. but, but, but I'm very, you know, responsible. Like, oh, $10, yeah, you know, no yeah, big deal. But, but you build up that cart to get to be like, what, 300, 400? It's no, like, ah, save for later. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, pretty reasonable about it. But, you know, things like journaling or yeah. hiking or walking or meditating or praying or a nice hot, you know, bath or something. Some And some people need more exercise. So they, they maybe they need to do kickboxing or... I also suggest things like Tai Chi, Qigong, um, a, a stretching exercise called Makaho. What'd hey. you call me? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a real, it's a great <laughs> stretching exercise for six stretches. They're very simple to do. I have to modify them slightly. I'm just not as flexible as I'd want to be. Um, but mm. they help um, open up all the meridians of the body. They help, um, so the certain stretches are good for the liver, the kidneys, the heart, the lungs. And so things like that are just mindfulness exercises that reminds you, you are a beautiful soul just having a human experience right mm -hmm. now. Yeah. And it's, for me, it's been very helpful. Well, you know, no, none of this is a, a new idea exactly. Um, but William Shakespeare talked about the theater of the mind and, uh, you know, that that was the best forum. And he was talking about in, in his day writing and and of course you know the you know, play acting out on, out on a stage and becoming the play becoming the story and uh, that that's one of the other times when i've had excellent what you might call immersion where you kind of disengage from from reality when i was writing my novel um, you know, I would I would get into the zone as as I well. zone. <laughs> get, get Sorry, into, I, get I, into I, the, I have to do that every time I hear that. Sorry, <laughs> I get into the zone as authors often do refer to it, not the auto zone. <laughs> Sorry, auto zone. <laughs> but, the, the, uh, the, the writer's zone. But I would get into that zone, and uh, and and a lot of writers will talk about that. Uh, and you actually like like I can I can vouch. So you see the scene unfolding like in your mind's eye. You just it, you literally you you literally see it. You literally see it unfolding, and, and you know you your your characters start doing things by themselves, which sounds ludicrous. But anybody who's written a, a long story knows what I'm talking about. Um, and and you just become that story, and 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 you you get engaged in it. And I that when I was writing the novel i had many instances where the phone rang and i didn't hear it the doorbell rang and i didn't hear it knock on the door and i didn't hear it because i was i was in that zone and i had to find out what happened next there's a lot of times in my book i didn't know what was going to happen next you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. and, and so that's a different kind of video game our our brains and our imaginations uh are 
are incredible, incredibly powerful tools uh, that that can help us kind of kind of find you know who we are if we just will open up to them. And I I tell people a lot of times, you know, that a good way a good way to combat stress is to journal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, just just write down your feelings, and you'll you'd be surprised what comes out. Yeah, yeah. It's just, almost like when you're trying to type back like a mean comment or like you're mm-hmm. arguing with somebody on social media, you just type it out, but then you delete it. Like you don't post it because you don't want to yeah. put that negative energy out there. Right. So it's almost like a form of journaling just right on the on the fly. I always had the hard time yeah. with the not sending part. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I'm good at self-censoring, but it's, yeah. it's good to just get it out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people to do that. Um, sometimes people have lost loved ones, but they didn't get to say everything that they needed or wanted to say. Writing it out to them is sometimes that beautiful catharsis of just like, okay, I've said what I need to say, or, you know, an ex-lover or whatever, you know, or or a parent or anything. Just putting it out on paper, you've now discharged it from your brain. You're like, okay, I've expressed my soul. The universe gets to hear my expression, and now I can release it and let the universe do whatever it needs to happen with it. And it doesn't have to sit in you and in your heart, your mind, your body, your soul. Because as energy sits in your heart and your soul, it can cause all kinds of things. I mm-hmm. mean, it can cause insomnia, headaches, stomach problems, back pain. I mean, when your chakras are all getting crunchy and cloggy, there's just, there's no flow. You know, the the energy is not moving. We are little energetic beings, you know, trapped in these meat suits. <laughs> you gotta get the energy moving because it can be extremely physically damaging um, if you don't. It's just, it's just, you know, I think the hardest part about journaling is just starting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I always try to think about it like it's okay. You're not writing an essay. You're not having to use perfect grammar. And no. you know, it's it's your personal. It's for you. Yeah. And so I, when I envision it, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, that almost just saying that just relaxed me a little bit, so I can be like, oh, you know what? If it's like a haiku. And that's my journal for the day. Then yeah. that's my journal for the it day. It doesn't have yeah. to be a masterpiece. Exactly. Two sentences. <laughs> it could be a doodle. You yeah. Know? yeah. Two yeah. sentences of like, you know, f this day. Right. You know, <laughs> honestly, that's a journal entry. Yeah. There's a uh, there's a practice I want. We're going to start employing um, on through the Rad Broadcast Group, and oh. it's, it's kind of a um, it's like a gratitude challenge. Oh, good. That and, sounds like fun. Yeah. It, it's it's a thirty day thing, so it's almost like a check in. For everybody um, that that might be interested, I, I'm not prepared. I got to pull this up on my phone. <laughs> oh, that um, sounds like something that that I'd like to do. But it it, it it's like a uh, formula. So it, it allows you to say something good about your day, something bad about your day, mm-hmm. something funny about your day, and something you did for yourself or something you uh, said no to. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like a um, it's almost like a just a way to like a mindfulness challenge. Exactly, and it it normalizes it a little bit because it makes you just stop and think about <clears throat> what you went through in your day and how it affected you and what you're going to be doing moving forward. You know, it's almost a subconscious. I don't know if, it, if this is like a, a new thing. This is a new thing to me, but this might be something that's been used a lot. Um, well, but, there's all sorts of different you know 30 day challenges for a lot of different goals, right? And, and that. Sounds like a great idea. I, I think don't that know. I think that'll be I think the rad, you know, the prod squad, I think they'll they'll like that. Yeah. I think I I want to try to gear towards that mindfulness and mental mm-hmm. health and and try to fo- and tr- just bring more awareness to it and also normalize it and yeah. just just be more mindful of each other as well. Well, I think that that's that is something that's sorely lacking 
um, in society is, mm-hmm. you know, people are not, they're barely aware of themselves, let alone anyone else. Mm-hmm. And so that's why negative words throw out from each other so easily in, in, in the world. You know, that's why I, everyone that you see on TV, there's so much negativity and anger and strife. I mean, it's just, it all kind of rolls downhill. And so if we just pause for five seconds and think just a little bit, one, before we say something to someone and how that will have an impact, but also have that moment of awareness about why are we feeling the way that we're feeling that is going to trigger us to say what we want to say and how can we redirect our thoughts and feelings and emotions about the situation. And so that mindfulness challenge of just saying, hey, I had this positive thing happen today. Uh, You know, you could have had the most craptastic day, but if there's something that you can just say, you know what? I had a really good hot chocolate from Starbucks. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a big giant thing. You don't have to have won the lottery for it to be like a, you know, like a a big, you know, thing. It's just the small things do matter. And if people can take that moment of mindfulness of saying, this was good, this was, this is something that mattered to me and and made me smile, you know, and hey, this is something bad that, you know, that happened. Hey, I I stubbed my toe or whatever, you know, obviously, you know, it could be a lot worse. Mm -hmm. It, it gives you the appreciation to say, I have permission to feel bad. I can have the emotions to feel sad, bad, angry about this event. But look also at the other things that are positive that it have happened. It just gives you, again, perspective. Mm-hmm. So what and, to focus on. Right. And I and I, I wonder where I got lost because I feel like I had it in control. And then after my incident, it's just yeah. made it. It's made it, I guess, more clear that obviously I need to be more mindful of how I extend myself. But yeah, yeah. Boundaries are really important. Yes. For sure. And sometimes it's hard to get out of that cycle. Um, yeah, and I feel is. like that's that's a big challenge. And I, I wonder if it's it's harder now because we don't have our outlets to find our release. Um, you know, we talk a lot about video games because that's like our the, one of the attainable things. So, but you know, there's, yeah. there's business so many, is doing really well right now. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just so many things that we're being. Um, I don't know. There's so many unknowns, and there's so many. Um, I'm trying to find the word. Outlets, I think, is variables. The one. Yeah, and there's yeah. and so it's hard to be at a place where you can feel normal, and it's just you can get lost in your thoughts and. Yeah. Um, well, y- y- our personalities are very similar. You know, trying to accomplish everything, accomplish it quick, please people, make everything right, make everything happy. Because if everyone else is happy, we think we'll be happy. Mm-hmm. You st- you have to really, and it's something I've been learning over time, is you have to start with within. Mm-hmm. You still are. Yeah, yeah, no, and I still have that tendency on, you know, on occasion. So it's this thing where I have to kind of stop, pause, like, okay, wait a minute, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. What am, you know? Yeah. And if you don't fill up your own vessel and, you know, and pour nourishment and water and, and, you know, life into your own cup, you're just going to, you know, be farting out, you know, energy into the wind. You're not, you're not going to, you're not going to actually be helping anybody because you're not appropriately dispensing your energy and yourself. If you learn to ask for help when you really need help, if you learn to, you know, delegate here and there. Um, this happened in my day job, you know, over time, I, I, I did just about everything. And then I got a a coworker, um, that, you know, really, really great guy and helps out a lot and does these extra little bits and pieces and things. 
then I was like, okay, I can let go of a cup. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't have to be always in control and, right. you know, and it's, it's the perfectionist tendency, I think yeah. that, that happens. And it's also the desire to just make other people happy and pleased with what we do. I just I just self-analyzed myself as a psychologist. <laughs> um, I had to have control of how yes. I why I lost it. Like just just five minutes ago, before while I was just ver- verbally mo- vo- <laughs> verbally vomiting <laughs> That's hard all to over say. the microphone, um, I just I had to have control over why this happened to me. Just to try to retroactively go, okay, well, how can I avoid this? But I really just need to let go and just ride it ride it out ride the current and do that work within and mm-hmm. because you're right i mean i gotta be honest i'm only running on realistically four or five hours of sleep in the last uh 18 no 24 hours oh, man not not yeah. please, please sleep good tonight and i'm and i am and, and just to let you know people know it's friday evening and uh we'll be done well before uh before it's too late but um yeah, so it's just it's hard for me to to even be the 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 person that I need to be right now because I just have been extending myself. But it's it's such a it's just kind of I'm sorry, guys. No, you're I'm fine. Sorry, you're fine. You're doing fine. It's it's uh, you know, I, I tell Melissa this all the time is that you know you've got to take care of yourself. I have been placed at times in the position of almost of. Melissa's agent or handler in in a way because we've gotten ourselves into situations. Thanks, dear. Yeah, well, you know, in in a way, uh, you know. No, I, I know what you mean. That kind of handling's later, but uh, <laughs> oh, but, but uh, you know, you don't do you don't do heat well at all. Um, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, you 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 do not tolerate heat and sunlight. And we've gotten ourselves into situations where I came very close to pulling the plug and saying, you know, this is not okay, and we're we're gonna we're gonna have to reschedule this because this is you know this is becoming detrimental to your health. And if I and you know and if I leave it to you, you are so dedicated to your craft. You're so dedicated to helping people, help people that that you you will go until you pass out literally, and yes, I will, and you won't complain. No, I won't. And you and Brandon are very much the same in that way. That you are so dedicated to your craft and so dedicated to what you do that you'll you'll go until you have nothing left to give, and then you'll go even further than that. And then we tilt. Yeah, I did that when I I did that when I was a warehouse coordinator for the bee, and I, I ended up had, and I had a cold. And I was like, well, it's just a cold. You know, this is sort of a timely discussion. You know, it's just a cold. Who cares? I could still drive that a truck. Years at, and years ago. Yeah, I was in my tw- I was in my twenties. Thank goodness when this when this happened, but. I was like, well, it's just a cold. I can still drive a truck. I can still pull two shifts. I can still do uh, run a warehouse by myself with no problem. Gave myself pneumonia and was in bed for three weeks, and it was it was touch and go whether or not I was even going to make it. Yeah, you got to take care of yourself. You basically folks. do need to. to you can't help other to people. Pause yeah. and slow down. And, and I, you know, I I should practice what I preach. And I have learned, and I am learning as you know as I go. We're all learning, and none of us are perfect. We are beautiful masterpieces and works in progress at the same time. They are not, you know, exclusive. We can be honed and and centered and full of love and full of light and healing, but we are still constantly learning and growing and developing who we really are. And I'm learning to, you know, when to say no, when to yeah, when to step yeah, back. And I sure. I truly truly learned that um, with the, like the last couple of years of you know just the blessing of being able to help so many clients with spirit, I finally learned I need to calendar breaks. 
Yeah. Like yeah. good ones, like real ones, and not dip into them. Give, mm-hmm. give yourself a little off time. You need that. Yeah. Definitely. And so I have this next year's calendar. We, by the way, we are booking December of 2021. That's crazy. And Sexpirit.com. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> and, and we're going and we're going into possibly into 2022 with some of our bookings. Jeez. And I have some phone readings um, oh, still available in um, like fall of 2021. I have like two or three phone readings left in that. Um, and I've got some emails to write back, but anyway, I digress. Um, you know, so, but I've learned to put those little gaps into the schedule and say, all right, I know I want to help the world. I know I want to, you know, all these people deserve our help and they deserve good help. And we, we have, you know, stood for this quality of really loving and caring for people and, and resolving their spiritual problems, whether it's through a reading, a blessing, an investigation, all of the above, we have dedicated to this, but if I don't stop and pause and take a week or a weekend or something here and there, I will not be able to do what it is I'm trying to do for these people. And so I've literally carved out no booking. I have like little red lines in, in, you know, in my little digital calendar where it's not allowed. Mm -hmm. Those are also kind of there as semi quasi placeholders for the dire, dire emergencies too, to allow me to like, if somebody's saying, Hey, you know, I'm getting thrown down the stairs every night. Okay, then we we have a, a weekend we can actually put somebody in there and, and deal with the most dire physical, um, you know, challenges that they're they're dealing with with whatever spiritual problem it is. So yeah, it, yeah, definitely, rest is is a big part of that. Huge. And mm-hmm. it is. Um, I really appreciate you guys. Um, I'm not ending this. I just actually mm-hmm. I actually want to thank you for lifting me up out of that because I literally almost had a breakdown right in the middle of this and it. I was thinking maybe I'd edit that out, but I think I want to keep it in there just to, just as an example of how fragile this can be, but but how easy it can be to turn it around if you have good good support and good friendship and just that guidance to help you through it. That's why I think that I wonder if these um, excuse me a residual effect of the whole pandemic will be that we because we can't gather because we can't have those hugs and and yeah. you know have those intimate moments not just sexually but mm-hmm. just you know yeah. gatherings family yeah. friends festivals all the stuff that brought that us together the closeness yeah and those it, it elevates everybody's vibrations and i think that maybe that'll be one of the residual effects of all this that it's almost depleting that that vibration it's it's di- it's pushing it down and yeah. suppressing it so it's making it harder for us to be our our yeah. best versions of ourselves. No, it, it's it's in a way. it's stressing people to the to the line. A lot of our clients, we've found this. It really is pushing people to the max to where they they have. This is un, very unprecedented. Nobody knows. You know, they're they're teaching their kids at home. They're having to work at home. They're around their spouses all day. You know, all these kind of things that are going on. People weren't prepared, and then they weren't prepared to be disconnected from their their outside of the home outlets mm-hmm. and the people that they they love and they trust. Mm-hmm. And so we are finding new ways. We yeah. are finding ways to connect. And I think that people should still try to figure out whether it is a socially distanced, you know, gathering out in the middle of the street and they just, you, you know, you wave at each other or whatever, whether it's just picking up the damn phone and calling your family and friends or e- to me, because I 
like to text. I mean, that's just that is for me a good oh, you're outlet. A texter. Yeah, and not and not everyone <laughs> likes that. Some people think it's too impersonal, but I find I still have I feel the energetic exchange and I still feel the bond when I'm communicating with people in that way. Sometimes just sending a meme to somebody to say something to make them smile. Mm-hmm. I think to me there is a lot of value in that moment of like, hey, I'm I'm thinking about you and I want to send you a little something, whatever, you know, sometimes, sometimes he'll be watching his show in the other room and I want to watch something different or I want to read, you know, one of my mumbo jumbo books or whatever, <laughs> but I'll, I'll think of something funny and then I'll, I'll literally text it to Brent, you know, he's in the other room, but, <laughs> but it's still this moment of like, you know, oh, I love you. I, I know you're yeah. watching your, your man movie or whatever. And it's like passing uh, a note in class. Yeah. Yeah. We have yeah. textual chemistry. <laughs> God, keep it clean. This is a, this <laughs> is a family stole, show. I stole that from a Charlie's Theron movie. I'm oh, sorry. You did. <laughs> I didn't know. You, didn't, you shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you would have thought you're all creative and stuff. <laughs> but you know it, how how ironic is it um, that that we have slowly, with all of our ingenuity and all of our technology and all, and all of our uh, all of our devices that we've tethered ourselves to. We've become so intellectually separated from each other and so intellectually just just divided away from from each other to the point to the point where you know it, it, we we were just like little intellectual islands of ourselves. Everybody's tethered to their phone and nobody's really talking or having the human experience anymore. Not the way that they used to. Not the way like me growing up in the 70s and then we have signals yeah right (laughs) pretty much don you know what i'm talking about (laughs) but uh she's gonna laugh at that part (laughs) but but you know and then and then nature comes along and gives us this wake-up call you know you know and and this happens and and nobody planned it and the only way for us to find our way home and to find each other again is to physically isolate from each other how ironic is that yeah we have to yeah, the, journey into the, the self. Uni- the universe wow. has yeah. some really um, interesting. <laughs> like, imagine the the universal conspiracy of like, all right, these people aren't getting it. Let's reprogram stuff. That makes me wonder. Um, have you guys seen the uh, the social dilemma? Yes. yes, yes, we have. So this this kind of this is where I, I my mind is going because I wonder if this AI is actually not working against us. I wonder if it's working mm. for us. Like it's doing that. It's 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 exposing all of our flaws for us so yeah. that we can do a reboot. Yeah, I wonder. Well, because I, 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 that that movie honestly, <laughs> like sci-fi network, <laughs> it really it really got me. But like not in the way that I think they intended. They made it, you know, like oh my god, you know, all these things are are the the demons and the devils. Like oh, mm-hmm. get rid of you know Facebook, Instagram, Google, you know Snapchat, blah blah blah. But yeah, it's allowing us to to connect. And the original intent of all of these platforms was to help us get to information and access information, to connect to people who are across the country. I have friends that have moved away. There is no way I'm going to have the time, especially with our schedule, to sit down and call every single one of them as often I was, as I would like. But to be able to interact on social media, for me there are a lot of benefits. Now, the part of it that made a lot of sense where there's a lot of danger, especially is to the youth. They are the ones that are really, a lot of the time, disconnecting from their families and humanity, and they're just getting lost in this, and they're click-baiting themselves around to the world. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, yes, there is, there's there's the, the rough side of it, but what in the heck else would we all do right now 
if we did not have that, how would our kid, you know, well, we don't have kids. We have pa, pa children. How would, kid, how would kids be going to school? How would, right. how would people be, you know, working? Technology has its place. It's a double-edged sword. It is. And, and for me, I, I guess maybe because I, I'm a little bit of a control freak in some ways, I nah. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> um, you know, I, I actually, you know, I, I like being able to connect with people in this way and, and the way that I, you know, but I'm not going to get sucked into it. If I want to put the darn phone down, I'm going to put the phone down and walk away from it. Ah! I, hey, I can. I do. When, especially when we watch those Sorry. crazy movies you make me watch. <laughs> just kidding. Put it, put it in the microwave and mm. don't tell her. <laughs> but, but... No, I, 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 am yeah. a, I am able to... it. They say, oh, especially the engineers, it makes you do this and do that. And every once in a while, I fall victim to, oh, I want that cat pillow, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I also know that I'm falling victim to it, and I don't care, and I'm I'm comfortable. I, I guess I'm good at just uh, compartmentalizing when I need and don't need to use it, and it doesn't suck me into the way that I guess maybe the newer generation is being sucked into. I, I don't yeah. know. I'm not having the same problem with it. I, no, as far as you know. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that, that's you know, that's or the. Do you? Well, well I, I mean, I'm running a group off of it, so I can't. Yeah, you, you, know, you I'm can't running, disconnect. It's not realistic. I get not that. when you're running a, yeah. a, a basically but, a volunteer business. I am very into the tech. I'm, I am a tech guy. I'm. I love my gadgets. I love computers. I love video games. And I'm. I'm in. I'm on all the social platforms, just like, just like you. Um, and, and I'm, you know, just very, I, I love it. I love all of it. And I love the technology and I just love to seeing out how it happens. But I also see, I also see the destruction that it does to the human connection. And I, and I do, and I do think that comes from growing up in the seventies when we rode our bikes all day mm-hmm. and on my, on my blog, I have this blog about Wyoming. I don't think I've ever, it's uh where can I say it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, where the, where the bleep is Wyoming. Is it actually where the bleep? On, so yep. it's on WordPress. So it's where the bleep is Wyoming dot WordPress dot com okay. is the is the website actually. And I've got a post on there that I've, I've almost forgotten about. Um, it's called the Wizard's Den. It was one of my first posts, and, and there, there was this little spot under the railroad bridge with a had a little pond and a little tree and it was in a little river bank and it was just like this little teeny tiny slice of paradise that my brother and i found and we would take all of our dolls out there you know we call them dolls action figures sorry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but uh, batman and gi joe and shazam you know and we would make up these stories to that we would play out sometimes take all day long with our GI Joes and we had Captain Kirk riding around in a Winnebago motorhome with Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> but we but we would make up these stories out of, out of our imaginations and play them out and like like a, like a movie or a, or a play being played out usually usually with a happy ending giggity not that kind of happy ending <laughs> but was Barbie there? <laughs> um, Barbie got. Abducted a few times, I think. But, uh, wow, <laughs> that got dark quick. <laughs> but but Batman saved her. It was okay. Okay, well, Batman came thing. in and saved the day. Everything was fine. Unless Cap- it was nocturnal animals. <laughs> oh god. Oh god. But uh, but you know we did that. We didn't have video games, or if we did, it was Pong. You know, and oh, yeah. we went out yeah. and we would, you know, we and our kids would would do that. You know, my, my I remember my parents planted the lawn. Um, and and then right after they right, right after they uh, planted the lawn, and this is a this is a half acre lawn, folks. Oh and, no! <laughs> and uh, and it rained it rained cats and dogs right after that. And my dad is like, "Yes, we're gonna have the best <laughs> lawn ever," you know. And and they get home, 
And, and we had, and my brother and I had taken the the GI Joe uh, Mummy Adventure action set that we had just gotten, and, and broke out all the GI Joe toys. And we had turned the lawn. We had scraped the rivers. We we we, you know, we had made little canals and everything. We had turned the uh, we had turned the the lawn into uh, the Giza complex. Oh, <laughs> and, no. and we had built pyramids and everything. It was really creative. Oh, my, my parents went ballistic. Oh no. <laughs> Dug oh, up his lawn. But, lawn. but we, you know, but GI Joe was finding it was finding like the Lost Ark of the Covenant. You know, I think we had just seen Raiders of the Lost Ark <laughs> at the drive-in for the first time. <laughs> but um, yeah. you know, as, but it, my point is, without going too far down memory lane, my my point is that that we didn't have these imagination assist tools mm-hmm. to tell us what the story is. We made up the story and became the story ourselves. And. I think we need to get back to that. I love technology, yeah, and yeah. I love Facebook and all of the other platforms, social platforms. I think we kind of need and, both. I, I think but, there, yeah. there's a little bit of yeah, both yeah. that's necessary. It's all about balance yes. and your control. I mean, I think that you made yep. it. You're alluding to a point that is basically you have self control over your. Yeah. Your, and and Brent might not agree, but <laughs> that's another time. Well, <laughs> I have to run spirit you yeah. know no, I, 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 and i totally and i have to help run you know the yeah. rad radio and i, like I and, and, it, yeah. it, and i am totally attached to yeah, the device you, but you understand the totally and yeah. but i can sense that i might have a problem i might yeah. have to put it down you know yep. when it gets to the point where the notifications are going off and it's causing you stress that's not okay that's yeah a, that's I've, a bad I've, thing i've right? had that i have had that and that does cause a, a plethora of anxiety you know mm-hmm. um like when we when we do podcasts or when we've been on the air before and stuff like that, and we get like a slew of emails a mile long, mm-hmm. I get nervous for a second. Oh, and, you know, I'm like, yeah. oh god. But now I've started to realize, okay, I can only do so much. I can only help so many people at a time. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do this in the order received. I like I start to prioritize, plan, and organize it, and take the control back instead of letting the device control me. Because yeah. I know what I want to do with it. I know that it's helping me achieve a goal. But I have spent a little bit better time, and and I think you've noticed this that I've actually put down the phone and and I picked up a book. Yeah. And, and I've decided oh, to to yeah. read and and do other things. Old and like, school. You know, yeah, because there is a place for that too. For your listeners, books are things with pages that tell a story <laughs> if you read the words. I think, I think, I think books. Okay, so I, I'm one of those people. Like, I'm kind of weird. I. <laughs> I like how books smell. I, I like how bookstores smell and libraries. I get it. I'm like, the same way. Yeah, isn't it? Like I it's... like the tactile yeah. experience. I, I've turned yeah. into my nice. grandfather. Give me my Werther's Originals. <laughs> but, you know, but, you know I, I do love the technology. I, I'm as much yeah. a victim of it as anybody, but I realize that I'm a victim. Yeah. You know, and, that, and to me, it's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay that we allow these devices to do this to us. I agree. And it's it's gotten to the point where is it artificial intelligence or is it the is it Silicon Valley that's doing it? Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> again, like, like we you know circle back to that that original point though of hey, if we didn't have this, everybody would be vastly mm-hmm. suffering even more and in in a lot more disconnect and pain. At least you can still FaceTime with your best you know best friends and your you know and sure. schoolmates and workmates and you know you can do all of that you can get that face-to-face or word-to-word connection mm-hmm. otherwise where you couldn't so and i mean it's it's almost like 
we need to be more responsible with it. That's where it is, right and there. It's it's just it's gotten out of hand, mm-hmm. and this is why we can't have nice things. Here. Yeah, yes. <laughs> exactly. We ruin it every single time. Right. right. Yeah. Responsibility and just being being responsible for your own actions yeah. and just taking a little pride in your own self, and instead of you know getting lost in a billion of other things. That would help a lot. Do you, you ever see the non sequitur strip about uh, the God particle? Oh my God! Yes, I was reading that the other I day. I love that that strip, that that particular. I'm you know what the you know. <laughs> I'm just giving you hard times. Oh. Oh, ah, you're serious. No, the, I was the, shining you on. A non non sequitur. non sequitur. I'm probably going off in the weeds here, but there was this particular particular strip of uh, the non sequitur strip, and then and the funny papers. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing called a newspaper. And. And they've got this. It's so funny if you if you've ever read the non sequitur. Uh, it is actually a good comic. Uh, yeah. da- Danny's got the uh, Danny and her and her science friend have the little alien in the in the drain pipe that they go and talk to. You know, the, the alien in the drain pipe has all the answers to humanity's questions, <laughs> <laughs> right? But only these two kids know about it. You know, it's, it's like. Uh, can, can you can you tell us uh, more about that god, god particle thingy? And it's like the alien's like no, uh, and stop calling it that. It's Higgs boson or Higgs, Higgs boson. I'm sorry, some scientist out there's going to correct me. Higgs boson. Uh, Higgs, Higgs boson. And and it's, uh, it's like uh, it's like you're, you Dana. His friend says Dana, you're not helping. And it's like is this going to be another rant about the internet? It was supposed to make you smarter. <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Now that, that that's a good point. We, we, we were gifted this wonderful so, thing of technology, and what have we done with it? There is so much truth in that. Yeah. yeah, and I but I think that I think that we are getting to that point where we're going to have to just start looking out, looking up, and, and yeah. transcending above that a little bit, and yep. then maybe just putting that energy and, and message out there. Um, and do you, so, do you guys feel like that you're at Sac Spirit? Which, by the way. Melissa and Brent from Sac Spirit, everybody. <laughs> I figured you were gonna work that in there. We're not re- we're not recording, are we? I, <laughs> Darn it! Yeah. Um, no, honestly, I, I I did really I had no plans, and so these just these are just my my notes just from today. But I mm-hmm. I wanted to have you guys on just to talk about you know Halloween and yeah, you know course. obviously the tie in with Sac Spirit and and but at the same time I I like that we can have these conversations and it just all tends to tie together organic yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and if, so everything that you guys are, are doing at, at sac spirit are or is it amplified right now do you feel like you're getting more and not just necessarily with the paranormal mm-hmm. yeah but energetically are you noticing just a higher um volume are you getting more people that are getting more intensely affected by what's going on Mm-hmm. Um, uh, just during these times that we're in right now? I, I have noticed, um, well, the, the whole Halloween time in and of itself, people say is that, you know, a little more active. Yeah, the veil is thinner. Um, for us, the paranormal is 24-7, you know, 365. Yeah. Um, people notice it more. But I what we've noticed with the whole paranormal thing and also some of my clients and people that I'm mentoring, I have a couple of um, uh, different people that have I've done you know, um, cases with, and now I'm their intuitive mentor. Um, they're going through awakenings and yes. elevations and they are starting to transcend because I think they're having a little more downtime and they're having more time to focus on themselves mm. and be more introspective that they're actually going, they're, 
they're having little rocky things happen and then they're pushing out and processing it and all of a sudden, boom, they're hitting another level in a positive way. And I've had multiple clients um, mention this, that they're having this experience. And through this whole, you know, lockdown time, people are just, they're home more, they're noticing more spiritually, they're noticing more about themselves, they're more self-aware because they have a lot less distraction. Once you go to the office, you're bombarded all day long. And then by the time you get home, you're just like, oh, you know, you you almost check out. So people are a little bit more present Mm -hmm. in some ways. And I think that that's helping some people yeah. mm-hmm. and it's and some people are struggling with that and not only that but when you're in your own home even though you're doing your your work your teleworking you can control the energy of your space a lot better than you can in the office oh god yeah you go in the office mm-hmm. and we all know that we all know that there's people that brighten the room when they walk into it and there's people that darken a room when oh, they walk yeah. into it and you you have no control over that in an office that's no. a good point. I, yeah. I, you don't you don't take you take those things for granted until you're actually you know having to go inward and, and yeah. look at that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, paranormally, are you guys seeing any uh, anything um, any rise in anything lately? Are you any interesting cases that you might be able to to share? Well, I think about. That, I think. Um, that, do you want to answer it? Well, well, yeah. Do you want to? Talk about the one that we well we did. did on the we did on the Zoom the Zoom call we talked about that a little bit but I just, I think one thing people are home a lot more so yeah. if if they do have spirits around them or in their home obviously they're going to notice yeah. notice it more we kind of told Rob the same thing mm-hmm. uh, to to a similar type of question so I mean it's just being present but it's also what Melissa was talking about. Uh, people having more introspection and having a little bit more time to take that journey into themselves and maybe find out, maybe they're 50 years old and they're finding out for the first time who they really are. Spirit is going to respond to that. Yeah. And, 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 and then they're starting to have more experiences. I, I think two, two things are true. I've had a lot of time to think about this. We've all had a lot of time to think about this. And I think two things are true about what we're going through right now. I think that we have not been given all of the information about what's going on with COVID-19, and we're never going to have that information. That's not to say that it's some sort of conspiracy theory or anything. I just don't think that we have all the information. It, it, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I, there, there's more to it than what we know. And that's, that's all I think I can say with any confidence about COVID-19 is we don't have all the information about what has gone on here. And that, that sense of the unknown yeah. makes people feel very unsettled but that yeah. but the other side of that is like two things the other thing is that because people have had time to look into themselves i look at first i didn't believe it really but i think that people there really is a type of awakening happening mm-hmm. uh, with the human consciousness yeah. it is going to represent not a shift away from technology but a balance like you were talking yeah. about a balance mm-hmm. with technology so that it works for us and instead of against us mm-hmm. and and people just realizing and remembering how to be human again. Yeah. Oh, I was on a camping trip a long. I like stories. Can you can't <laughs> tell? I like anecdotal stuff. But I was on a story a long time ago. This was in the '90s before all this technology. And I was right on a, back I, in I, the I was, day. Back in the day. <laughs> but I was on a camping trip on my way to Yosemite. Couldn't find a camping uh, uh, place anywhere, so I ended up camping in this little place called Bagby Recreation Area, which is now a much larger recreation area than it was then. And ended up just making friends with this great group of old people. <laughs> They're all them. Uh, I made friends. I made friends with them by climbing a mountain, literally. And I was just bored. And when you're in your twenties, you do stupid stuff like that. Could have could have died. Could have fallen down the road. Like a mountainside. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, like yeah, not, no, not, not, no a cli- not a cliff, but a, an incline yeah. about like that. All right. And there's a T-shirt yeah. up there, and they're like, "Oh, why didn't you bring the T-shirt back then?" But made friends with him. Anyways, uh, before I get too far in the weeds, I just, climbed this mountain. Yeah. All I got was this crappy T-shirt. Right, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. If I had said that, I would have brought it back. <laughs> but um, but you know, I got back down there and kind of made friends with these people, and we made those connections. They started telling me all these crazy stories about this area. I actually wrote a paper about it, um, and all these crazy stories about the history and stuff that you would never know. And it just re- connected with them and found out the local lore, you know. And then Harry, I remember, his, uh, and then his name was Harry. He's got to be dead by now. He was like 78 then. Uh, but this was in the early 90s. And he's, he's like, Brent, people have got to start being human again to one another. We, we've, forgotten, we've forgotten how to be human to one another. And people have got to start acting like human beings to each other again. We, they've got to do it or something bad's going to happen, Brent. Mm-hmm. This was in 1992 and a 78-year-old man saying this. And that was, yeah. that was uh, incidentally, the year the, the internet was born. Oh, so, so I mean, you know, that that's uh, huh. just, just a. I, I think that we've got to reach some sort of balance here, and I do, and it is just because people are having all this time to take that journey into themselves and find out who they really are, and and have that introspection, reconnect with their families and their loved ones. Yeah. That there is a forced awakening, if you like, mm-hmm. uh, that is happening that is born out of that being, or just just having the time to do it, basically. And but at the same time being isolated from uh, from the rest of society for enough time to allow us to do those. Are the t- back to the two things that I think are yeah. true is we'll never really know what COVID nineteen is mm-hmm. or isn't, and it's going to have a long term good effect. It's going to bring us back where we need to be cerebrally. Right now, it sucks, and yeah. it sucks for all of us. And I get that. And, and, and it's it, ruining families. It's yeah. devastating people. It's, it's causing a lot of problems. F twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's uh, causing a huge amount of, yeah. of irreparable damage to a lot of people. But at the same time, it is forcing those of us that are, you know, not you know, become, becoming ill or, or all of that. It's, it's forcing us to reevaluate what matters, who matters, you know, how to take care of one another, how to be compassionate to those that are suffering right now. Take responsibility. Yeah, take some responsibility for mm-hmm. ourselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's if if we have to go through this fire, you know, hellfire and storm that we're going through and we're having to watch, you know, families be devastated and, all, and people lose jobs and people lose fa- relatives and all these things, if we have to do this, we sure as hell better, you know, gain some sort of useful something out of this. We yeah. better get something positive, uh, you know, and and pause and look at ourselves and, and take a little stock in what we have and, and what we need to have. If, and know? if what we gain out of this is our humanity back, then it's almost almost a fight worth fighting. Absolutely. Yeah, and and that's that's the thought that I think I've I've had about this definitely. Yeah, so, it, I, I hope I can hope anyways, yeah. right? No, I, I and I've I've noticed a lot of a lot of spiritual changes for a lot of a lot of our our clients and a lot of our people that we work with. A lot of people are really really starting to um, reprioritize mm-hmm. what matters what matters to them, um, and they are starting to prioritize themselves too in a good way. Um, they are starting to realize that they do need to have that self-care and that whole routine and they don't need to take on the world. You know, the, it's, they're, they're, they're slowing down enough to see life is like, you know, it's not just about existing. 
it's about thriving mm-hmm. yeah. and people are starting to do that and and we are getting um some a few good opportunities um during these times we've had to modify how we do things with spirit we've had to take less of our team because obviously you know the social distancing requirements uh, I I have an asthmatic issue, so wearing a mask for a long period of time is almost impossible for me. So social distancing is kind of a must. Um, but we do go in, obviously, with the masks and that kind of thing. And, and we also ask the clients to limit how many people they have. You know, don't invite every, you know, your cousin, oh uncle, brother. You know, <laughs> you, know. you don't want a studio audience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. So it's, it's happened like, a few times. Yeah, so, sure. And that's fine during normal times. So, yeah. so we're, we're, we're paring down who we bring for their safety and our safety and the safety of our team. We're doing it, you know, we're asking them to do the same same reason. Um, but we're finding ways to connect and still help all these clients to the best of our ability. The clients that feel like they need to reschedule because it could be, you know, it just it's too risky. We're being as understanding as we can and trying not to, you know, we're not putting them back at the end of the line mm-hmm. if, if, you know, like, hey, we're, we're nervous about this. It's, you know, we have a, a senior citizen in the home or, you know, this and that or immunocompromised person in the home. We're trying to be very flexible because I want people to still get the help and healing that they need and, you know, and work within the weird times that we are. We actually got um, afforded a really unique opportunity um, that's COVID friendly. It's all digital, all Zoom. Um, wow. We we got um, asked by somebody who um, they happen to be a maggot and they work with a school district, um, which we'll leave the name of that out, but they're, they're, um, you know, they asked us and approached us to be part of a mentoring of a senior project where all the different seniors will pick a different either passion, interest, career path that they're, they want to learn more about and make it their senior project and learn everything they can and do this whole deal. Wow. And so we have a, a small little group that there was actually a small group of, of the, the seniors that are interested in paranormal investigations. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So, right? so wow. over the course of the next few months, there's like three different meetings plus a little, a couple little extras, and we're going to help them learn what it means to be, you know, a paranormal investigator and what kind of, you know, the the pros, the cons, the ins and the outs, and just we're going to be their little mentor. So, so, so this and how old are these seniors? Well, they're like seventeen, eighteen. So, yeah. So yeah. I, and do you feel like it's it's a little bit easier now to um, to explain what you guys do, do you feel like there's more open-mindedness um, and maybe less skeptics these days? And and how much of that is an effect of like all the ghost shows on on uh, the Travel Channel? I, I think that those shows actually do help make it a little more quote unquote mainstream. Yeah, yeah. it's a little more digestible. They're like, oh yeah, we see that stuff. There's always going to be people that just don't get it and don't like it, or for whatever reason, either they're hardcore skeptics or they're, you know, it's a, a it's a, a a cultural thing or a religious thing. That maybe they just they, it's not their bag, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many more people that are just they're seeing as like, oh, okay, yeah, we know we've seen that on on the the TV before, and and so they're they're not as like, what the heck is that, right. you know? And what we're really going to instill with these young people, and what we try to instill with every client, and you know, people we talk to out in the public is there's a lot of science and a lot of spirituality in what we do. It's They're not two exclusive things, you know, a million miles apart. We marry them together. They blend together. You know, we have to have scientific background and understanding and information to sort of support the spiritual experiences that are happening that are also very valid. And sometimes, sometimes there is no answer to what somebody experienced. You, you can measure it, you can quantify it with some data, mm-hmm. but there's still more than that. There, it's a bigger picture. And so 
being able to educate these, you know, these young folks on something that's a really, really unique field, I, I it's a humbling opportunity. So it was really, really awesome that they just like, hey, you know, do you want to do? We're, we listen to Rad, and we're interested in you guys. And uh, all right, sure. That's really exciting. Yeah, I, I mean, at least because it's getting the youth more in, involved in mm-hmm. not just the 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 fun gadgets and the science, mm-hmm. but also that other level of energy and, mm-hmm. and at coming back to mindfulness because it yep. all, and I think that that's what um, is so kind of, I don't want to call the skeptics silly, but it seems like we all know deep down there's, there's something intangible that we, mm-hmm. that we can't see touch or really, but we can feel it mm-hmm. and sometimes see it. Yeah. But if we, if it's a, if it's an apparition or some sort of anomaly, were called crazy because nobody else could see it. So to be able to capture that with the technology and feel it mm-hmm. and then marry those two, it's a perfect way to present to the world that hey, we can we can we can hone in on this and we can actually help and provide yeah. support for this and not use it for making paranormal activity movies or you know <laughs> which w- are great movies. I, no, I they think are. they're awesome movies. I I love those Nothing those movies. Of, we, we we just want people to be able to have their human experience in the best way possible mm-hmm. and sort of whatever is for their, their highest and greatest good. You know, that that's something that I try to deliver in my readings and through every investigation and every blessing is I want to leave every single client just a little better and lighter than when I found them. Mm-hmm. And so with that information, with all the gadgets and the tech and also with my spiritual aspect, bringing that all together to allow them to just shine a little bit brighter, that is our end goal every time we have a client is just leaving them better so you're going to be teaching your message and your uh various techniques to these kids and they're going to present them to the rest of the class is that how it works um, or is I, it like we're a... still kind of learning we just had an orientation for this uh just the other night yeah and so they have to put together a whole project um that and they're going to propose their projects to us and then we can kind of critique uh. it so i think they're going to learn if like if it's something they want to take is to make a career or if they you know because they're also going to all these other little groups are there's there's law enforcement there's um, medical field there's um psychology field like all these different mentors come from all these backgrounds and these some of these kids know exactly what they want to do when they grow up so you know so to speak and some of them are just exploring Mm -hmm. and so this is a way to help them safely explore something before they jump and leap and they can learn about you know i mean we were kind of uh, the briefly talk about the the ins and outs of paranormal investigation we don't have to go into all the rigmarole but it's not it's not just being a paranormal investigator as the thing Mm -hmm. it's paranormal investigation is a myriad of abilities, skills, techniques, um, specialties, and disciplines yeah. mm-hmm. all together, being videographer, being a journalist, being spiritual, and being, you know, uh, being a, a spiritual scholar, learning about different techniques. Almost a counselor sometimes, right? Yeah, I'm often a spiritual counselor. Mm-hmm. And so that's a big thing. Um, learning how to, sometimes being an electrical engineer or an audio engineer right. is that's even part of it. Yeah. So all of these different disciplines fall into something if you're good at one of these other disciplines you can plug that into paranormal investigation because the paranormal investigation and all of that is the passion Mm -hmm. and it's created with a bunch of techniques and career 
paths. So we want to really give them that perspective of the diversity that you may end up, you know, hey, maybe you'll be a journalist for, for a news station or something, mm-hmm. but then you can take that in and plug that into being an investigator, having awareness, being having a sharp eye, being aware of what's going on around you, picking up information, documenting all of it is really important. That's so cool. You're always finding ways to find the bright side and everything. But, yeah. but it's so true. I mean, yeah. that's that's there's also so many facets that can be applied in mm-hmm. everyday life and you could be wearing two different hats or as many hats as you yeah. want. Yeah. And, and and we do yeah, as, as spirit. Yeah. We we wear a billion different hats. We I mean, we have our day jobs, mm-hmm. but then within the group we wear three or four different hats. Yeah. Oh, easily. Easily not. I'm going to tell uh, I'm going to tell these kids. Uh, we were kind of developing the syllabus last night a little bit. I'm going to tell these kids what I would tell any of the listeners that want to get into paranormal investigation. First of all, do it for the right reason. Do it because you want to help people or, or or document the paranormal for for other people. Either of those reasons I think are valid reasons to go into it. Not Is just it, to go find Bigfoot. Not just to go find <laughs> Bigfoot. No. But you know seriously and you touched on this Melissa you if you know it's not it's not all glam and glitz as a matter of fact it's very very little glam and glam and glitz it's a lot of hard work there's there's none of, of that and and the people that get the big tv shows are it's like anything else that's the one percent tip of the iceberg just the tip. <laughs> just, the, just the tip if you want to learn how to be a paranormal investigator learn your way around a video camera rig because you're gonna you're gonna need to, to know how to do that oh, every paranormal my cell phone right? <laughs> yeah, every paranormal investigator is going to find themselves holding a holding a camera mm-hmm. and knowing the fundamentals of basic videography and and basic photo- basic professional photography will serve you very well in paranormal investigation um it helps, it helps you debunk if, if yeah. you catch something on film, but you're like, oh no, that's lens flare. Yeah, yeah. know what right know what lens flare looks like. Uh, be a historian. Yeah. yeah, historian. Be a historian mm-hmm. of where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, that's important. Uh, being a paranormal investigator is very much you know this from the union is, is very much a journey into the past. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what paranormal investigation is really about is finding out about our own past and give and giving a voice to that past. Yeah. Absolutely. Is there a um God, that was so heavy, man. Sorry. No, that was awesome. Was like, <laughs> yeah. I should have had like a inception like soundtrack. Oh, I'm sorry. Um you, you go, go to the sound of the top spinning from the end of, end of inception. No, You've never God. seen inception, have you? Mm, oh, we can talk about dreams. No. <laughs> you know, dreams. I actually wanted to bring that up. Yeah, yeah. Um I've been having really weird ones, but sure. where I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. What is going on there? I mean, it, I'm trying to figure out why I've been having such vivid dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if it's just because when I do finally sleep, it's like super deep and it's just, just <laughs> yeah. it's just I'm going out places and I don't know. Can you tell these things like if they're <laughs> if I'm like an astral traveler i already know that you do i I do know that you do astral travel i i I just know that you do oh don't don't ask me how i know these things oh my god i just be knowing stuff okay um because she's expert melissa yeah there you go that's it just Just boom i just know um but it some of it could be that but your vividness in dreams it's a it's a variety of things sometimes it is you know you're taking a little journey um because you do have the predisposition and ability for that uh, vivid dreams also come to us in times of heavy stress when we are trying to resolve something or we're pushing stuff out in our waking hours and our waking mind and we're refusing to deal with something that's digging at us. Our sleeping mind will then try to dissect it 
with symbols mm. and pictures and adventures. It'll take you to, you know, some sort of weird meadow and you're finding this and all of a sudden there's a unicorn. And you're like, what is this? You know? And it's, <laughs> but you have to like figure out the symbols. The best thing to do is just try to see if there's patterns, if there's things that like a theme, mm-hmm. um, are you always chasing something? Are you always losing something? Are you always finding something? You know, look for patterns and themes in, in those dreams and see what that's trying to tell you. Because if you check out in your waking life, your sleeping brain is going tr- to try to resolve oh my the drama. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's so. A, that's a great, I, I think that I can piece together where you're going with that. Okay. Um, Usually most people can. They start to review it and they're like, yeah. Bing. Yeah. yeah. Eureka. Yeah. I have found it. Um, so. I don't. I don't want to make this all about me, but no, no. Um, we, cool to we be, like to help you too, you know. Yeah, and I, so I just, I, so I could, I could, I'll donate if I could maybe get like a. I was hoping I could maybe like get a reading, and I don't know. Is, is that like John too much on the spot for you? <laughs> like, do you need? Do we need to take oh, a break? Oh, you mean right here and now? Oh, okay. Like, what kind of reading? Well, I don't. I mean, I, I, do you, I, just, just maybe just intuitively like intuitively connect to you. Yeah, whatever. Like the simplest thing is because I might so. Basically, put you on the spot, um, and I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like I, I kind of need um, yeah. a little bit, just because. Yeah, um, you do. My grandma passed away at two fifteen today oh. in the oh, afternoon. I mean, we knew it was coming, but I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. and so it was just. When did, when did I have that problem today? When I felt really screwy. You've been out of whack for the last few days. Well, there was something today where I just like I, I went uh, I went on a little place, but. The other... You needed to go lay down right after lunch, whenever yeah. that was. And I took a late lunch about one, so yeah. Yeah. So there, there was this uh, kind of connection. The reason I can kind of figure out things with you sometimes is um, before I heard about the incident with your, with your um, grandmother, I went into this really weird place. I got very upset with somebody on the phone. I, you know, she had a meltdown like I've never seen her. She, yeah, she, you lost it. I've and never I, seen you I lose melted it like that. and I cried and I was upset and I didn't know why because I there was a couple things that were stressing me out and I knew I'd been kind of gunny sacking some things. I didn't know what it was, but probably I don't know an hour, no, t- about two hours later, I got the message from your your wife about what was going on, and and that your grandmother had been life lighted and all this kind of stuff and and I was like. Are you crappy? Like, why did I lose like lose my cookies like that and got all upset? And I was wondering. I have to apologize because I was having a childlike outburst of anger and rage and fear. Um, retrospective, you know, looking well, at looking you back. You need to do it. I mean, I, well, I, and it it came out in a way that. So I was in denial, you know, I didn't yeah. want it to happen and I didn't want her to be there and it shouldn't have been her. All that stuff was That's playing through normal, my mind. Normal reaction, yeah. But, you know, going through the process now, I've realized that I've, I had all the closure I needed in various ways along the way in, in recent uh, ta- points in time, just in the last month, mm. um, in communication with her, at least in various ways yeah. that has led me to peace today. And when I so when I got the news today, it was you were ready. I was ready, yeah. and, but and then I had that moment of okay, that's you know overwhelming sadness briefly, and then there was a distraction, and then I was able to just relax, relax and and rest. Um, and it was 
I knew that she was at peace. I knew that she's at a better place, but I could feel in those moments in that, la- that last half an hour that um, there was just a higher, I don't know. Have you guys ever done, I'm not going to ask if you guys ever done like a certain drug or anything, but like, have you ever done any sort of feel, felt like you were kind of just vibrating um, and, and just, just, there's an intense amount of energy that almost feels like it's warm and it's just almost yeah. like a, just in, it just wraps around you. Yeah. I had that feeling and it was, I don't know how much of it was psychosomatic or if it was actually what I thought it was. And I think it was just her spirit finally yeah. detaching from her physical body. Like it was that, that cord yeah. was like the literal, like uh, it was the, the, the visual of her soul being still attached to this world. Once that was pulled, she can finally be let go. She, she was already working on her exit. There yeah. is a literal she, cord. She, yeah. She, she was already working on that and she was just doing her body was functioning enough for the family, but her soul was already doing its, starting its work. Um, but going back to your fit, yeah, I that was weird for me. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I just i i got out of, i got out of hand emotionally. I've never and seen anything like it. I mean, you you get a little emotional, but not like that. It, it was. I've known you for. It was an out seven years. It was an outburst. So uh, was that an effect of like some sort of connection that we have? I think so. That's possible. For sure. And I didn't realize I I didn't put it together until after I got the message from from your wife about it, and I was like, Wow. Oh, really that little... explains a lot of why I was being a complete raging a hole. Oh my gosh. And, and and I was I was bawling and oh yeah it was it was not it was not pleasant yeah um to say the least and and like yeah the, there was these little things i had to take care of for some families it was really simple stuff it was run of the mill yeah. i should not have come unglued yeah and i never because I, I, I like the control i never come unglued like that and i just it was just tears and everything it was the whole nine yards and but then once i found out i was like oh well oops <laughs> so do you think that that's what it was I honestly kind of suspect that I mean yeah. because otherwise why would I have had such a volatile reaction to nothing yeah. except for the fact that somebody that I consider a true blue friend was having a horrible moment at that time I guess it's hard for me to I I it's hard for me to accept that you know that we have such a connection that we that you can actually manifest it that it actually, I'm weird. It's, it's like the tin weird. can uh, walkie-talkie mm-hmm. yeah, thing. Kind of, you know. Oh, I, I do stuff like that with him too. That's you know? crazy. I, I'm sure you have a whole plethora of network cords going out there. And, and but I also have it and try to do it in the most healthy way possible because you can't stay tethered into everybody. No. But when something really profound happens to somebody I care about, mm-hmm. that like it's it just it, it reverberates. It's more than ripples in in the water. It's like a big giant, you know rock has been thrown into the water and mm. i i feel it it just it reverberates and i can feel that and so you know um is it a great disturbance in the force <laughs> yes <laughs> i'm sorry these are not the droids you're looking for <laughs> um so always gotta have humor something that i can't I, i've continually being I, i'm being told and i keep hearing is that you need to tattoo her handwriting on you mm. I keep hearing it over and over and over. Put her handwriting on you somewhere. So I don't know why I keep getting that, but I feel like it's something that if something repeats for me over and over, I share it. I give it. That's, you know, that's how these messages work. She wants, she's like, I want him to carry me around everywhere. <laughs> okay. Um, and so apparently that's 
important to her. Wow. Um, and I mean, I, I just get the sensation she's pissed off. Um, for she's like, well, damn it, I shouldn't have done that. Like she's she's, but in a cute and funny way, she's mad at herself yeah. for what happened. And she's like, you know, I had a lot more people to piss off and annoy. I, I was not done, you know, because I, I, the personality that I feel with her, it's like it's loving, but it's spunky. It's like this little spice and this piss and vinegar, uh-huh. like this little spitfire that'll just, you know, get you right to the, like, pissy, pissy, pissy off. And then all of a sudden, I'll come here and let me hug you and love you and squeeze the crap out of you. And it's just, it's this beautiful energy from her that I like it. She would drive me insane, drive everybody insane. Oh. With giving wet willies, oh, Jesus. like p- p- pilking and picking and prodding and like just driving you nuts, okay. and then just just showering you with love afterwards. Okay, just mm. so that's her personality. It, spot yeah. on, spot on. I like her. Everybody I, likes her. Yeah, she was a wonderful she, lady. She still is. Yeah, her her meat suit failed. Her mm. soul will never fail. And you already know that, Brandon. I mean, it just, yeah. but it, it doesn't, it's hard. It's really hard because I lost my grandmother in 2007 and I was robbed of her. Mm-hmm. I was robbed of, of the person who raised me. Um, it was stupid. She went into the hospital with a damned electrolyte imbalance and she Something could have been fixed with Gatorade for God's sakes. Probably. And you know, well, hers was pretty severe. She had a potassium sodium thing going on and she ended up getting several infections, including a, uh, one of the MRSA ones and it boxed all of her organs and she couldn't, she was in her seventies. She, she just could not turn it around. Mm-hmm. And so I felt very, very bitter and very angry and very robbed of her energy. And, that is her death started me on my rediscovery of my natural spiritual gifts that I had mm-hmm. when I was a child that I'd boxed away because I didn't want to be judged or embarrassed. And then having her leave me, the person that gave me everything, mm-hmm. I, I was angry. I was confused. I was lost. I, you know, but I didn't even get, I didn't get to grieve. I had to be the strong one for the whole entire family. Um, and take care of everything and you know and and I was glad to help my grandfather with that because he is also my rock and mm-hmm. I still have him um, and then through time I started getting these little signs from her and dreams from her and messages from her and she started giving me this guidance and now I mean we have a complete relationship you know she connects to me spiritually in all kinds of different ways especially when I'm out working in the garden, she sends a little hummingbird to squawk at me, you know, as like a reminder, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm still around, I'm still here. And I realized, okay, so I still have my grandma. It's just a completely different way. Mm-hmm. It, no, it's not the same. No, I can't hug her anymore. Right. And I hate that. I can't hear her voice. I can't, you know, I can't, you know, bake cookies in, in the kitchen with her anymore. And I, I hate that. But I can still talk to her every day and I and I do and and well as a matter of fact I think the reason that your grandmother resonated with the handwriting is she's like oh she noticed I have my grandmother's handwriting and so she's like that is a great idea he needs to do that he does all that damn tattooing on him all over the place so he needs to do that too like she resonated she she made the connection she's like that's a fabulous tribute 
Um, I was just talking about her handwriting last night. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, put it on you, man, because <laughs> I think Grandma wants that. I was joking about how the handwriting is the same in three generations, from <laughs> my grandma to my dad. <laughs> and to and, and as it goes down the line to me, mm-hmm. it just gets a little bit more sloppy and like <laughs> less thought out. Yeah, know? mine's not, mine's not <laughs> so scratch. good either. <laughs> I like literally. I'm like scratch block lettering. Oh, she yeah. is just, but she has like the perfect block lettering, and oh. it's so it's it's awesome because it's like not necessarily feminine. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of cursive, like just on something, but it's just it's just yeah. So it's it, just her. It was just such a that was a profound conversation that I had last night. Just that. Mm-hmm. It means something to me that that is that that is even what's coming through. So wow, wow. that was really really cool. That's cool. You're gonna be okay, kid. I know. You're and gonna be okay. It's tough. Death is always hard. This one stung a little bit harder because um, I've I've lost basically my second mom. You know, yeah. she was a really big picture in my yeah. development, my youth, and. It was, um, yeah, this one hit really hard. Do you guys think that the eyes here on the cutouts kind of creep you out? Nah, <laughs> doesn't bother me. <laughs> uh, you know, they're a little weird. I think after I've been in here for too long. It kinda they start st- moving? I don't know how, well, not that. I just don't know how much of it's like a, like a, it's having an impact on my my mental wellness. <laughs> just well, be stared at all day. Rob's dad is staring at me and he won't leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> and where are his hands? <laughs> No, I'm 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 glad that we could spend a little time with her energy and and that spend was... and spend a little time helping you and, and and you know what you you know exactly how to get a hold of me. I know. So yeah. if you want to talk about this more off, you know, off sure. the, the like broadcast, I mean, definitely. we can definitely give talk. her a little time to. It's just to, still working on her business. Yeah, give her a little time to, to, <laughs> oh, to, to, to get to to get situated. Yeah. Uh, to to get get all uh, get all transitioned and situated. She seems to be moving her. pretty fast though, because she's Good. got a lot of fire in her. Yeah, I mean that it, that woman's got man. The only commanding thing. she commands a room. Yes. This woman yeah. is commanding. Yeah. Like she doesn't seem that big or very like she doesn't seem nope. like she's a she's a, a, a she seems like a a lot a lot in a small package. Like she <laughs> like she will. The biggest men in the room will cower to her and give to her like, oh no, no, she said it, so no, we got to do that. No, she, her say no. This, last word, no. This is how it goes. But it was done with like that love too. You know, it's like the, she commanded love and respect, but in a beautiful way because she gave and she gave love and she gave positivity. And um, yeah, she's. Um, she was very. She definitely was very worried about you with your little moment <laughs> a few weeks ago. Um, but she's going to pretty much ensure you don't have too many more blips in the radar. If she, you are going if to, she can help it, you're that, going to eat well and you're going to rest well, sir. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I think she's going to try to <laughs> gently probe in. Cause I get this like very opinionated vibe of like you know doling out healthy advice and helpful advice and in like how to live and how to do things. Um, and she's going to try to give you a lot of inspiration as she works through her transition and, and raises into that divine vibration. Um, she's probably going to harass you in a lot of ways, which in a good way though. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, no matter the, the, uh, the form of communication, I'm sure 
I, you know, the you, the more you say, the more it just makes so much sense. I had I just, and I can't do this. I can't go if I just called her a couple of weeks ago. No, or if no, I no just, yeah, don't. If I just do called that. her last year. If we had just kept this constant flow of communication and kept, um, you know, seeking counsel or just dealing with problems with with her because I didn't have anybody, you know, else. Or I didn't allow anybody else. Yeah. I guess I should say. But yeah, it's I'm 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 very, I'm very excited about what might come out of this. Um, oh no, she's gonna she's that's, she's that's gonna really keep, reassuring. Yeah, she's gonna keep giving you love and advice and making sure that you do avail yourself of the resources you have. There are people, both you know, professional counselors that and that's great and you need that. But there's people in your life, like myself, like Brent, you know, mm-hmm. and and everyone around you in your close circles. They will listen, and and I mean it. Mm-hmm. I you will you need to text me. Mm-hmm. You need you need or call or whatever when you're really you just it, you're hitting a wall. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to fix it all by yourself. Knock it off. That's both coming from me and it's coming from her. Stop. You need to pay attention. To how special and how important you are, how valuable you are. You are an asset to the world. You were divinely created for a beautiful purpose, and you need to check back into that beauty. And we will be here to keep you there. I'm not letting you go. I'm not letting you fly away in the wind. <laughs> Damn it. You're not doing that. And now you've got one hell of a guardian angel that's going to help all of us in your living existence do that we're, all, we're we're a team it takes a tribe and we're gonna take care of all of this i promise you thanks grandma <laughs> i know i, I know who that was yeah she's she's here it's, uh... it's fun to channel the dead <sighs> death is not the end my friend no, it just sure it out. sure isn't the meat suit is a stupid thing that always is failing me yeah i'm always having problems with five autoimmunes and all kinds of stuff but you know this is my human experience and i'm going to make the best of it regardless that's the greatest outlook i think we can all try to take that into account yeah thank you guys i i we can talk more about you know the full moon coming up (laughs) we could talk about werewolves i don't you know well spirits we can talk about you saw, what you, guys first, are doing. you saw your first planet through an astronomical telescope the other day. We did look at Mars. Yeah, Mars was close the other day. That was really nice. cool. That wasn't. Well, I'm, get, I'm getting. I realized that how, what a clear night it was, and I'm the the, the quintessential 51 year old science nerd trying to put a telescope <laughs> together. And I'm like, where, where the hell's the wing nut? <laughs> that was very cute. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so no, there, I wanted to show you Mars. There, there, there's <laughs> a lot of beautiful things happening spiritually. A lot of celestial stuff happening. Obviously, we the Moon, Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars are all they're very bright. So, people, how about this? Everyone, here's some homework for everybody. Put down your fucking phone, okay? Go the bleep outside and just look at the sky. Look at the Moon. Look at Mars, Jupiter. Look at all, Saturn. They're beautiful right now. Take your family out there. Mm-hmm. Look at how small but how big we are at the same time and connect 
to the universe a little bit and get that grounding, get that healing, get that universal energy running through you. And now is the perfect time to connect to the spiritual realm and our loved ones because yes, the veil is technically a little bit thinner. We're a little bit more apt and aware. Halloween is coming in a week, you know, and I'm I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. It's obviously going to look a lot different this year, I don't know if I'm taking my nephew trick or treating or not because of the whole, you know. Yeah, and you guys are crap. You guys are new homeowners, so we you, are. Do you, are you are you uh, stocked up with ammo for the tricks and treaters, and we, are you going <laughs> to shoot it down a tube? So we haven't bought the candy yet. I have been meaning to do that. I'll probably go out this weekend and do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to make um, these little. I found it on Amazon because. Me and Amazon are best friends. Yeah, and and I love them. And so, <laughs> and I found these cute little treat bags that are um, fit like three three little pieces of candy in it, and then you pull pull the seal and they they self seal and stick. Oh, cool. And I'm gonna put them on the porch in in uh, in a bucket, mm-hmm. and we you know ha- I'll have like the screen door open so the cats can watch all the kids. Yeah. And whoever whichever kids feel safe and their parents feel safe to trick or treat. They can come up there. They, we don't have to worry about, uh, you know, safety and health and blah blah blah. The old honor system, though. Well, yeah. Well, we do have we do have a, we do have a ring camera, and we have other security surveillance cameras around our house for lots of reasons. There you go. So, I mean, if if one kid takes five packets, whatever. Yeah. Happy, yeah, who cares? Happy That'll Halloween. Yeah, I just I don't get it we'll out of the house. Put it out there, and it's, when it's gone, it's gone, and. And when it's gone, I'll turn off the lights and screw you. Y'all just make your own bed. If you take your all kids, if you take all the candy and and you're 14, you're taking candy away from a baby. So there. (laughs) Yeah. So no, we're gonna we're definitely gonna put it out there because I know there's a lot of kids and a lot of families that just they want their kids to have normalcy, Mm -hmm. and so we're gonna make it available to them, but in a, a nice, polite, and safe way so they don't have to feel uncomfortable. And there's absolutely no way that I can keep coming to the door with a mask on. I can't do it, not yeah. with my asthma. I just, and I get, I feel trapped. I, I resonate with Rob on that. I do feel trapped in them a little bit. So um, I'm, I'm doing some, I'm still participating, but I don't have to, you know, suffer. Normalcy's coming back, folks, it is. Uh, uh, it's gonna be with some lessons, but I think normalcy's coming back. I think getting back out into nature is going to help us oh, yeah. stay on that course to getting back. I I am desperate for a nature day, and I uh, I don't know. Maybe we should do something on Sunday. Like we should go somewhere naturey. I, I yeah. wanted to sleep in all day, <laughs> which is also a good idea. That's nature too. I, I need to go plant my feet somewhere. I don't know somewhere close. We'll think on it. I want to yeah. go back to that pyramid. What? Oh yeah. yeah. What are you really doing cool. Sunday? <laughs> I going to that pyramid. we could do that maybe we should i think that'd be really cool that'd be awesome i'm up for that i want to see uh should we should we take some some gadgets and we could do that sound equipment and stuff yeah we're talking about a pyramid that doesn't exist anywhere in sacramento (laughs) technically it's not in sacramento (laughs) that's true true. that's true i'm I'm down yeah maybe we could do a little bit of scouting exploration that and that's the thing with this whole covid deal is that we haven't been able to do a lot of big public events or big yeah. scouting missions. And that is frustrating because I know a lot of our people out there want to participate and do stuff with us. And I want I want to do stuff with them, too. I want to, you know, get out with the all the, the public in the world and, our, you know, our followers. I, I want to, but it just – society is not allowing for it right now. So I, I simply have to take myself out of that control seat and just, all right, pause and wait and get around to it and we get around to it. But yeah. – in in small safe groups like uh, you know our little nest, we can you know we can do little things together to at least get out and explore and be out in nature a little bit. And I think that 
I, I kind of need it. I'm just feeling like I need to be somewhere outdoorsy. Yeah. I, I've been kind of, and as sure. Brent mentioned with the heat and everything, my my predisposition for heat stroke and issues, it's going to be much cooler this finally weekend. Cool. So, yeah. Finally cooling off. Yeah, yes. so I, I won't so many die. projects that I want to do with the, with the cooler weather. Man, mm-hmm. me too. I've been putting stuff off for so long just because it's been too unbearably hot outside yeah Yeah. i I just i don't i don't do well (laughs) i'm I'm struggling with that one piece of information i have and whether i should say anything what which top secret what you know i don't know i'm what that that i told that i told the the lady on the phone today you know oh yeah no no i don't think so that's a no i I don't have to say the source no that's a that's a no fly zone i'll I'll tell you off the air (laughs) right He's well, like, now I'm curious. Yeah, no, I'll tell you. Off that, the air. Yeah, that's off a, the air. So okay. That's I, a, that's I, was a, point, I was toying with it, but you don't think I should? That's an off the air thing. That, okay. There is something else important that I wanted you to do. <gasps> yeah. That's I think. Well, we can't do that today. Well, no, not that part. The, <laughs> no, the who to add? Oh, that. I think that. Oh, it's okay. not you really. Want to do, you want to do that on the air? Okay. Well, Brandon, we were wondering. We hadn't gotten around to everything's been so crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, you, you well, sure you want to well, do this? Well, are you sure you want to do this? Well, because well, we haven't announced the other part of it yet, have we? No, no, no. You're kind of you're kind of okay. letting the cat out of the bag. Okay, let's do that off the air too. Yeah. <laughs> well, two... I think you ruined it wow. now. No, no. There's two cats. We got two big setups. Well, <laughs> and no well, one, else. One's personal and and, and one's societal. Oh, okay. Uh, but, I, yeah. but I think. Societal. But I think oh, they're. Yeah, I know. I think they are. You're right. You you are you are very wise, dear. I think they're both best off the air off the air i like I, this. I believe so you really you really just put your foot in that one i know i was thinking about it and i was like oh wait hold on I kind of cart like, before the horse as long as i don't see no, the source no, no bad bad dog bad dog okay, okay. all right <laughs> nobody knows what you're talking about <laughs> you're safe. Right. they're like i don't understand these two but they definitely are a well, this is what match. happens when you can't pause folks i apologize uh, oh this is great uh, I was I was threatening to hit record before we started this because I was running around doing you know just getting set up getting my. Team I don't walk in this building with, with saying anything that I wouldn't say on the air because I because I just I just know Never better. Know. I was like oh he's he was recording well I think that's okay incident did I say anything stupid? You guys are just hilarious together. So if I could just sit back at the corner and just be like just be entertained all day. We we are a match set. We're yeah. you know we're gonna we're gonna spend forever together. The, we're we're definitely. Um, Definitely happy. The together. personal tidbit involved a recent trip to Reno, and that's oh. all I will say. Whoa! <laughs> is this the societal thing? No, yeah. that's the that's the personal thing. Oh, so the societal thing was a phone call. Was, oh, okay, gotcha. Very, very interesting phone call, gotcha. but I'll tell you about it off the air. Okay. <laughs> all right. So it's, it's, this is the conundrum that you have when somebody gives you. Interesting information. interesting information that nobody else has. Yes, it's the uh, burden of knowledge. It is the burden of knowledge. Yeah. I've, I've never really had this before, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with it. I want to like, say something. Uh, uh, I was like, why did you tell me this? Yeah. yeah it, hey. but, but they told you in, in a sense that they didn't think you would tell a million people. So th- there you go. You can tell your one person. You can't tell your million. There's hope, people. Let, let's just leave it at that. There, there, There's hope on the horizon. Help's coming. Oh. Oh. Help is coming, people. It is. So how about yeah? Just be hopeful. Be so. Be right, that's feel, all, feel that, positive. I'm actually tearing up doing it. I'm just I, yeah. I, I want you guys. I want everybody to know help is coming, and that's I won't say any more than that. Very good. Perfect. I've never seen Brent get emotional. Yeah. I know, isn't he? He's oh. legitimately. Yeah. 
moved. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you got to go watch a sad movie every now and then to let those tears out. I, I'm a big believer in a good cry, but I'm I'm like the I'm like the manly man that's like boys don't cry, you know. So <laughs> I have a, I have a method for the good cry. I I will watch a movie like Where the Red Fern Grows. <laughs> And just, and just let it all out, you yeah, know. Sometimes like, you just need to let it out. And you know, and they're like, "Oh my God, what's wrong with you? What's what's wrong? Why are you crying? I've never seen you cry." The fern is growing where the dog died. Spoiler alert! Oh, that's <laughs> what that is. <laughs> and, and, and when I need a good cry, apparently I just empath into one of my best friends. Yeah. So that, that works too. That's yeah. uh, it, and that's what, that is all we'll say say about it. But yeah, it's um, help is coming, and I and I happen to know that. Well, all right then. Well, thank but, you guys. I, I, hang in there, people. We, hang we, in there. This is not a forever thing. We can go. We can go all night if you want to. Um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm hydrated. I think that was a fair way to say. It. I think that was a fair way to say. It, yes. Don't you? Yes. I, very yeah. fair. No, I I always love just getting together with you and sharing energy and information and healing and you know and obviously this this podcast is just a whole hodgepodge of spirituality, fun, weirdness, and hey. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy this Halloween. one sucks, but we're going to get through it. Yeah. Eat a lot of candy. It'll make <laughs> yeah. it better. It makes it better for me. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks again, as usual, Brandon. Favorite candy. Go. Oh. Kit Kat. Give me a break. I I, I, <laughs> stru- I struggle because I can't eat certain. You can't eat Kit Kat. Uh, okay. Well, right. I can't eat certain candies around him because of the peanut allergy. Okay. I do love Snickers. I do love Reese's. I won't eat them around Brandon. Just use mouthwash and I'm fine. Yeah, because I don't want to kill him. He has an allergy. Don't kill but him. But I, I do love Snickers and Reese's. But I also have a real big kick for sour candy. Oh, really? Oh, my God. I've never pegged you for a sour candy. I, I like. I have a whole bag of sour Skittles at home right now. Oh, the sour Skittles are really good. Aren't they? But, yeah. like, sour heads, do you do those? I can't stand those. those I like little, the Lifesaver sour. Yeah, those are good. I like yeah, the sour yeah. Lifesavers. Um, I like... I, I like the the mild sour candies, you know. That mm-hmm. I like Sour Patch Kids. Oh yes, yeah, those those are good. That's a stoner thing too. Is it? <laughs> oh. a, because it's the texture, but it's also the sour. Oh. And yeah, oh. it's really. I didn't know it's that good stuff. Yeah. Do you know that there is a um, ice cream with Sour Patch Kids in it? Well, uh, I'm not surprised. I, <laughs> I'm not I gonna ate, say that it, I'm not, It's very rich and sweet, but I but I did eat huh. it. Is it like the vanilla ice cream and just the Sour Patch Kids old? I did it's not like, know it's this. Like, it's like blended, like there's like a blend, like ribbons in it, and I think there's like little pieces too. Uh, chunks. It's like yeah, it it's good, I'm, but it but it's super rich. Might have to get the store. There's chunks of Sour Patch Kids in the ice cream. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not I, real children. <laughs> I, I honestly like all, almost all candy, chocolate, I, different types. You know, like oh. Anything with toffee. Notice I didn't have to think about it. Just Kit Kat. I like toffee. Anything, anything with toffee. I like almond roca. That's like the old lady candy. That was, but my, that was my dad's favorite candy. It was, was almond gra- roca. It was my yeah. grandma's favorite. It's always everybody's older relatives. Favorite. Right, right. Yeah. But I, I like it. So yeah, it's classic. I, just, I actually think kind of anything that's gluten free. I like it. I actually kind of like mm. Werther's Originals. A little oh bit. Oh my God. More, I do too. More than they I are admit. Kind of <laughs> I do too. They're I delicious. I, I have a prop box of Werther's Originals in my uh, studio. So, like, I shake it. It's actually a Werther's Originals box, but it's sugar free. Oh. oh. And I don't like the sugar free candies because yeah. like, uh, yeah, it upsets yeah. yeah. my tummy. Yeah. And, right. you know, it's that weird thing, sweetener yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't like it. Uh, but yeah, I love Werther's. But they're buttery. They're just good. <laughs> I like the buttery ones. Yeah, <laughs> they're just good, buttery and sweet. What's wrong with that? I feel like I'm reverting back to. I think I'm starting to like Tootsie Rolls again. Like for all oh. of a sudden, I just got a really big craving for Tootsie Pops. 
<laughs> Tootsie Pops are good. Yeah. Yeah, I like because like, candy outside, and you know, I like I the, like those. That crunch. I'm mm-hmm. all about texture these days. Yeah, texture yeah. is texture is good. Yeah. Yeah. Now I want candy. What What do I have at home? Let's see. Oh, I have some hot tamale. Oh, I love hot tamales. Oh, this is my favorite. I think we're devolving here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hot tamales. I bought a box of those. I always get those for Grandma because that was hers too. And so, and I sit there and I just I'm like, oh, it's hot. Oh, oh no, I like it. Oh, it's hot. What's <laughs> my favorite movie? Candy go. Raisinets. Very good. Really? That's for, only for movies, though. The Raisinets are made for movies. Oh, I like Junior. I, I almost got in an argument with with somebody at the the Palladio Cinemas. I forget. <laughs> I forget what movie we were going to this before before COVID, of course. Yeah. You know, and and I, I was like, uh, let me have a, a medium uh, cherry coke and a box of Raisinets. Oh, we don't care. I can't do Rob's teenage voice. I wish I could. <laughs> the, we don't sell Raisinets, sir. I was like. What do you mean you don't sell raisinets? This is a movie theater. Of course you sell raisinets. Oh, no. And it's like, no, they're not very popular. And I'm like, well, you need to order some, okay? <laughs> like, Next time I come here, you're going to have raisinets on this counter, okay? Didn't they sell them in, in the loose bin or or no? No, this is no? the Palladio. They don't have a loose bin. They, uh, or do they? No. No, they don't no. think they have a loose bin there. You're gonna ha- well, okay. Well, I'll bring the big person. We'll bring you some raisin nets next time we go. <laughs> I was, I, I was, you know, like you're a movie theater. You're required by law to have raisin nets. <laughs> is that in the law? Is that in the bylaws? <laughs> it really is. Oh my gosh. Speaking of movies, Back to the Future celebrated its 35th year. Isn't it crazy? Yes, yeah. 35 years. It's older God. than. Do you know the actual release date? I used to know this. The, I mean, what, not the you... date, but the, the the day the day of the month. Uh, well, was didn't they do it on? Didn't they do it on a weird day then? They did. Yeah. Not not Fridays. And then they changed it to Thursdays, and now they're doing it on Wednesdays. It was, it was it July? I think it was July. Release. I have no 1984, idea. But I, uh, Why would I know that? I, I don't was, know I the was exact... four years old in 1984. It was July, I think it was July 5th, 1984. July 3rd. Oh, 3rd. I knew they, they did it right around the 4th of July. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I always get confused about Back to the Future because it was released in 1984, but I didn't see it till 1985 because it took a year for movies to get to Warland, Wyoming. Oh, <laughs> back then, it took a year. Deliver it by uh, horse like and we, buggy. Yeah, we would we would <laughs> yeah, forget about we would forget about it, you know. So, so I always get confused by one year on the on the date the movies were released. I I always think that Star Star Wars was released in 78, but it wasn't. It was released in 77. Yeah, uh, and, you're on a delay. Well, we're we're on a one year delay. You know, like one year later, all the Warland kids are going yeah oh my god it's star wars you know everybody else is like yeah that was last year yeah with uh <laughs> war- sad but cute <laughs> there's any- like that in a way yeah, yeah. no it's it, it's willoughby you know if, yeah. you, if you've ever seen if you've ever seen the uh the the classic twilight zone episode from the 60s the stop at willoughby and you've got to see i just love this episode you know warland is willoughby oh, geez, it, it's yeah. uh, I, 20 years behind the times easily mm-hmm. i loved it though i i love all of wyoming it's just beautiful and i'm sorry you had the experience that you only did. one city is not good in there everything else is good in wyoming yellowstone's great you know i loved warland you know just everything we uh, going up to cody going to buffalo i mean all of that it I had the most wonderful time, those, and it's just it's beautiful the energy not, there. I loved it. Yeah, Ten yeah. Sleep Canyon. Yeah. Oh, I love Ten Sleep. Ten Sleep Canyon and, and the Bighorn Mountains. Mm-hmm. That was my playground growing up. Mm-hmm. It's we, so cool. It's so cool there. Yeah, I, I mean, it's amazing what we have at our at our disposal just in this mm-hmm. country alone, and it just seems like it's just flyover country. Nobody, yeah. nobody really cares. Where the bleep is Wyoming? WordPress.com. And there's so much <laughs> land that we could be we could be putting people in in mm-hmm. certain communities and you know putting self sustaining types of 
uh, infrastructures in place. And you know, I think that there's a there's there's a lot of potential out in that out in those lands without damaging. Th- yeah. the nature around it like i think it could be done people know how to live out in those i mean they they farm they grow i think they they they're very self-sustaining um humans and they're very hardy stock in in that part of the country and mm-hmm. it just it's really it's really interesting how kind they are how giant food portions that they dole out to you when you're yeah. there and it just i don't know it's the that's the getting back to humanity thing that a lot it of people is. are missing because they're all those farmers in you know in in Maggie's cafe that they're they're not playing on their stupid cell phones they're they're fueling up for a day you know day on the ranch or whatever and so it's just those beautiful values of just like love each other take care of each other nobody goes hungry nobody goes cold like I don't know. I, 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 I like that. Those harvester cabs do have DVD players and air conditioning nowadays. Well, they have GPS. They have, they have everything. Those things are Cadillacs. That, that is kind of that is <laughs> cool They've got these them. new tractors. But I was watching, watching a video Fancy on that. tractor. But, <laughs> yeah. but, the, but it really is, it really is a, a different kind of experience living there the 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 pace of life is much slower Mm. yeah i'm gesturing towards her because she really got to experience it for the first time in 2017 and it was a blessed experience yeah you know people talking about their tractor axles over breakfast (laughs) i I ordered the wrong size wheel for my john deere damn it (laughs) (laughs) i i actually want my ashes scattered in the bighorn mountains of northern wyoming i'm gonna put that in my will and Poor Melissa is going to have to go to Wyoming with my ashes, and but I want them scattered in the bighorns. That Guess was... who has to help me? <laughs> Somebody who's yeah. younger. Than the, the, uh, there's no place. There's no place on earth like the Bighorn Mountains. And folks, if you if you ever if you ever find yourself in northern Wyoming, visit the Bighorn Mountains. They are untouched wilderness. Uh, there's still wolves in those mountains. Nice. And uh, dr- please drive carefully. Yeah. Those roads are no joke. That is true. Yeah. Those mm. roads. Any. I mean, even up. Even on the uh, southern part of Yellowstone mm-hmm. is some are some of the windiest. Oh yeah, and there's no barriers. It's just straight down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. cliff yeah. sides. Mm-hmm. It is wild west out there. Wyoming Caltrans, what's up with the guardrails? <laughs> 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 I guess it'd be Wyo Trans. <laughs> I, yeah, I have no idea what they have there, but no, just it's it's amazing. And, and I guess that that's kind of we we're talking about getting back to nature earlier. Like, yeah, there's so much. Like, I want to go to all those places again and, and enjoy all of that. But there's a lot of beautiful stuff locally that mm-hmm. if you just kind of step outside of your bubble a little bit and, you know, and get a little nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can even bring a little nature into your space. I mean, I encourage people who are able to have, you know, either little gardens or, or something beautiful in their own space to bring up the vibration and the energy of their their home offices and you know since we're all working at home and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. you know raise the vibration wherever you are and then when you can plug into these higher energy spaces do so there are just gorgeous places all across this country where where it's all nature all the time it's all the nature channel all the time no <laughs> no cell phone works there no device works there uh, except, paradise. Except, yeah. for, except for satellite i have to say satellite would probably work mm-hmm. but anything that's not satellite based is not going to work there's no cell phone range put your phone down and get back to nature people put your feet put your feet in the grass and listen to the wind whispering through the pine trees it's the most awesome sound in the world amen i'm going to be gardening that's what my that's my next hobby Good. <laughs> picking it up well, you can come look at mine. Yes. I've actually I need, I I've need been just... doing uh, except for those tomato worms. Oh my 
God, I'm, I'm going on a murdering spree tomorrow. So Sack Spirit needs help with or, organic pesticides for okay. our garden. No, Shout I, out to the organic pesticide. But I've been, I, I, but, but the garden is looking pretty good. I just, I had a little bout where a few geraniums, a couple plants got hit by these little tomato worms. I've seen them before. Grandma has educated me well on how to deal with them, so I yeah. know how to deal with them. A lot of smushing. Um, but, <laughs> Ew. But, uh, but it's, it is therapeutic just to get out there and water and tend them and see what's growing and pick what you got. Oh, I thought you meant smashing worms. No, the gardening. <laughs> um, you know, it's it just it's really it is very therapeutic for me, and it brings me back to to doing something that I did with you know my grandparents when I was younger, mm. and so it is actually a, a great thing to do. And you can do winter gardens. Yeah, and I was drawn to a couple of plants while I was at the farmers market a couple of weekends ago. Mm-hmm. This is like right after my my incident and I was trying to just find some peace and relaxation and just being out with the, amongst the people socially distancing, of course. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, I I was drawn to these plants and it there, I got this tiger pepper plant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just because that's what drew my, my attention at first because there's really cool purple peppers that sit up, off oh, wow. of the leaf okay. stems instead of like drooping yeah. down like normal, normal so that'd peppers. Be, that, would, that would be perky purple peppers then. That must be. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh my God. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. And I also got a, a leaf of life. I got a smile out of him. <laughs> you did. <laughs> you always got a snort. Almost. Um, a leaf of life. It, it, you, know, you could make it into tea, and it's oh, good okay. for oh, your cool. kidneys, and it's good for your. It's good for you. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just I'm I'm going that direction, and I. The only unfortunate thing about my current setup is I have I share my yard with my animals, and they yeah. use the yard as their bathroom. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> there's not a lot of space, and right. there's not like a lot of. Uh, little niches that I can do, so I'm I'm working on doing like a hanging garden or mm-hmm. just something that you can, can do be really really large large pots. Um, Home Depot has like the big great big honkers. That's a good idea. Um, and, yes. and you can even grow tomatoes in those big giant ones if you put the little tomato cages. But mm-hmm. obviously, it's past tomato season now. Yeah. But um, naturally, because I, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> it is like winter gardens are the are your peppers, your some some squashes and zucchinis for depending on the climate and for a little while mm-hmm. all of your lettuces um spinaches cabbages you can all of those right now are really good mm. um carrots stuff like that um so all you, stuff i like yeah so you can definitely <laughs> do a really good little winter garden and then you had then you'll have those pots for in the summer then you can switch up to doing maybe some cucumbers some tomatoes uh, bell peppers, you, you can swap things out and rotate. It's always good to rotate your, your crops, whether you're doing it in the actual ground, whether you're doing it in pots, or mm-hmm. if you're doing it in, like I have these big giant square, you know, uh, planter boxes is how I'm doing it. And just rotate your crops and... Rotate. <laughs> um, so uh, I had I had it. I had it. It was right at the forefront of my mind, and now I lost it. Oh. I hate when you forget the question you're going to ask. Plants, first, yard. First sign of old age, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait till you start walking into rooms and wonder why you went there. Oh. That's already started. Yeah, I, I already do that too. <laughs> you, you, I don't know what we were talking about, but we were, we were talking about like little funny like neuroses we have, and I don't remember what it was, but mine is I always get more drinks than I need. Like I always have oh, yeah. cups sitting oh, around. Oh, I do this, yeah. yeah I don't water, know. water, juice, soda. <laughs> it's all over. The, and I, I finish like a, a quarter of yeah. one, and there's just. Yeah. Oh, I do this. I did. You're bad at that too. 
Yeah. I is that just a human thing? Is that just what we do? Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's just we gotta gotta have our little little beverages little, little beverages everywhere. <laughs> be be uh, hydrated. It, I, you made me feel really old the other day. I'm sorry. It, it, what okay. did I do? <laughs> I I I uh. I referred. We were talking about something about cars and and the the cars because the battery died on the Mitsubishi and had to had had to go uh, put another battery in it. But that was fine. Um, but I was just like you know you know the the colder weather you know it was a little bit a little bit cooler that day. One of the few cold days we had and and uh, a little bit cooler that morning. I was like, well, in the old days you just pulled the choke, you know, and that that helped it start. And, and you you <laughs> looked choke. at me, you, you, you're like. I knew what it was. I mean, pull the choke. I knew what it meant. I grandpa had and a old pickup. I realized that probably a lot of people listening to this right now have no idea what a choke is on a car. <laughs> in the old in the old days, there was something called a carburetor, and it, <laughs> and, it and it regulated how much gas and air went into your engine. But it wasn't very good at it. It was just this flipper valve that the dump to uh, dump fuel and let air come in. So. You could choke the engine. Yeah, but by... does it have Wi-Fi? <laughs> it did not have Wi-Fi now. <laughs> right, my, uh, so I had a 1967 uh, Chevy three-quarter ton pickup. That was my uh, my senior wheels, and I missed that truck. And I had a, and, and I had a choke, and it, it chokes the engine. It mm-hmm. starves it of air because it uh, starves it of air and help, helps get the gas in there. And then you can control the choke. It manually controls how much air goes into the engine because we didn't have computers back then. Mm-hmm. I could work on anything. You, on you that could actually truck. work on cars oh, back yeah. then. <laughs> a f- a changing a fuel pump was like a was like a ten minute job. It was yeah. bolted right on the side of the engine. You, you put a coffee. <laughs> you literally would put a coffee can under the engine to catch the gas. And, and you did. The, it was four bolts come right off of there. New gasket, no, new fuel pump. Put put it back on there. It take five minutes to change a fuel pump in the old days. Or steal a fuel pump. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah, but that goes back. That goes back to that being human thing. Yeah. People didn't do that back then. At least yeah. not as much. Yeah. Well, like, what are they going to do with it? Like, they, <laughs> there weren't a lot of cars. Like, it, I'm, I'm, there were a lot of cars. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, old cars. That reminds me. Uh, my grandma used to drive a um, Pacer. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you guys remember that? MC Pacer, yeah. Oh, wow. It was the Wayne's World car. Just yeah. like, you know, <laughs> the passenger door give was, somebody some The passenger side door was bigger than the driver's side door. Yeah. It was, uh, and it, it was heavier. And everybody, <laughs> everybody, weird. everybody called it the rolling fishbowl. It was. <laughs> and she, it was, it was the like most hideous pea green with, oh, with, oh, with like a sheen to it, like kind of almost a shine or sparkle. Oh, my God. And it had white leather seats, white upholstery. Wow. And, the windows were huge, like so. It looks like a fishbowl, and it was always hot. It, it, like even during, well, actually during the cold, like during the winter time, it was freezing cold, and it felt like you were sitting on an ice block. But Jeez. when it was hot, it was just like an oven in there. Yeah. And she didn't. She, there was no AC. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. anyways, it just reminded me a pacer. Wait, got her where she needed to yeah. go. No, it was, it was just American <laughs> Mo- American Motor Company. They they were responsible for such uh, engineering feats as the AMC Pacer and the Eagle. If people remember the AMC Eagle, it was the idea of a compact station wagon that's four wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked wow. ridiculous. And it looked ridiculous. See, he could do ads, right? <laughs> I, I was I was just about to pull out my wallet. I want to buy one. Yeah. <laughs> Sold. It just uh, I, the seventies were home to so many bad ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Especially out of the automotive industry. I was telling I was telling her about the Chrysler K car the other day. Oh yeah. Uh, I am dating myself. Like, there's a lot of people right now going. 
Brent's really old. You're old. You're not that old. I have a lot of my audience is varies varies in range. Yeah. So you're you're good. Very good. Uh, and we're only what ten years and ten months apart. Fieldsters are going to know what I'm talking not, about. But I also grew up in a bad. place that. But I also grew up in a place that was twenty years behind the time. So I'm really seventy. No, you're fifty-one, uh, and you don't. We've all agreed he does not act his age. No. No, he's so, a man child. I'm, I am a, you, that, I am a little kid. That youthfulness is good, though. It, it keeps is. You, keeps you it's going. Great. 17 is a very good age, and I stopped there mentally. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Emotionally, anyways. I, I am a, uh, I am a uh, hopefully intelligent, slightly learned, um, in, immature 17-year-old wrapped up in a 51-year-old body. You're, you're complex and, and beautiful and wonderful. And I wouldn't change you for anything. Aww, exactly. Well, thank you. Just the way you are. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you guys so much. Thanks I, for having us, it's as get, always. It's getting late. I mean, yeah. literally, we could talk all night. You And you need bed. Yes, exactly. You need to get some rest and some food, my friend. Absolutely. Um, thank you. Sackspirit.com. Uh, they're booking in 2024. <laughs> um, <laughs> Almost. Might as well. And uh, just always, always a pleasure. And... Let's just have you on more often. I just like I just like seeing you guys. Absolutely, I agree. Peace I, out. Stay great. cool. Stay cool, everybody. Namaste, bitches. The Brad. The Brad Broadcast. The Brad Broadcast.